War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 204. It is September, what is it? September 19th, Tuesday. Uh, it's 89 degrees outside and almost 5 o'clock. It's been a few days since I, I've recorded one of these. As I've said many times, I usually record these on the way home from my real job uh, just to rant about the day. Uh, and all last week our office internet was out so I didn't go to work or I didn't go to the office so I never really had a chance to do these so quite a bit has happened since the last one last I was on here we were preparing for Clemson um, so obviously two games have happened two people have left uh, the 2018 schedule is out all kinds of stuff. Softball coach has been hired. All weird stuff. So let's go back real quick. Recap Clemson. I've already written a review and all that kind of stuff. You can go read on warbloggle.com. But, you know, I don't. I think Auburn should have won the game. Obviously, if Auburn had any offense, they would have won the game. Um, Auburn's defense played great. Clemson scored 47 points on Louisville last uh, Saturday. Louisville doesn't have great defense, but... Uh, Auburn loses 14 to six at Clemson, and Clemson then goes and beats Louisville with the Heisman Trophy winner on the road. Uh, top 15 team Louisville, 47-21, and it was really 40 something to seven until the second stringers got put in the game for Clemson. Um, so, you know, everybody wants to go crazy. Auburn, all Auburn had to do was score a touchdown, and, and they would instead of those two field goals, and they probably won the game. Um, that's true. That doesn't mean everything's terrible. That means Auburn's good enough to do those things. They just have to do them. Some people can't separate being mad that they should have won and being mad like Auburn's the worst team in the world. I don't know why we can't separate those ideas. I know it's frustrating to almost win a game or should have won a game against the top team. What you know, Everybody else is saying they're the best team in the world now because they beat Louisville that bad. Um, well, Auburn was eight points behind them, and with any offensive pulse, they would have won. So you got to think Auburn's going to get better on offense. They did this week, regardless of the fumbles and regardless of who they were playing. They got better. They did better things. They did. It wasn't just like the opponent was bad. Um, Jarrett Sidham threw the ball well, threw the ball quicker than he had been after the first quarter or so. Um, the defense still played well. <clears throat> they um, – I think the two scoring drives against Mercer were after fumbles or, you know, were short fields for whatever reason. Um, so, again, going back to Clemson, there is a difference than awful and should have won. They both make you mad, but they're not the same thing. Um, but anyway, so after Clemson, uh, let's see. So, the... New softball coach got hired, Mickey Dean. No, not the one from Rick and Bubba. Uh, but Mickey Dean from James Madison, who, you know, honestly, if I look at it, I think it's a better hire than Clint Myers was. Clint Myers was good at some big schools, and that, that, not knocking Clint Myers at all. He was awesome on the softball field. Um, but Mickey Dean had James Madison um, in the top ten. They came to Auburn and beat Auburn. It's probably not recruiting. Okay, well, it's either he's an amazing recruiter to bring people to James Madison to play anything, or he takes 
normal girls, not five stars if they even do that, and turning them into superstars. Uh, I mean, that, that says a lot. Either way, he's either good enough to recruit awesome people to a small school that has no athletic history other than beating Virginia Tech in football like 10 years ago, nine years ago. I remember it was on our my beautiful blog on us and our first anniversary, I believe, maybe our second. So eight, nine years ago. Um, so he can either do that or he can turn normal girls that can play softball into a top 10 team. So that takes a lot more than just, you know, being the coach of all-stars, I'd say. Either way, great hire. He said he wants to strike everybody out. He's already beaten Auburn before when Auburn was awesome. And I think that was the it was the World Series year. He came here and, and I think it was went one and two or one and one one of two. So I don't know if that takes any of the pressure off of the softball situation. I think it should. Softball situation's done. Whatever that means to Jay Jacobs and your hatred for Jay Jacobs, that has nothing to do with what the softball team is going to be next year. Um, so I think it's a very positive thing for the softball program that he's here. Um, so then we played Mercer this past weekend. Probably one of the hottest games I've ever been to, mainly because there was literally zero cloud cover where we were sitting, uh, except for halftime. And it was just beaten down the entire time. And it was an SEC alternate game, which should not have many commercials. It should be like a pay-per-view game. Um, but, you know, it was the worst flowing game I've ever been to. There, I know it's not their fault that they got hurt, but injuries, penalties, commercials, reviews, just the way it happened. And I know it's because it was hot. And I know it's because Auburn wasn't blowing them out because they should. But it was just terrible sitting up there. Like, I mean, just unbearable at times. Um, but as far as the game, as I said, Jarrett Sidham did hold on the ball a tad. And I wrote this in the review today. We've now got to the dumb point of the fan base where as soon as it, the ball touches his hands, the entire crowd yells, throw the ball. Just like, a, like when a, a coach is running the clock out at the end of the game, he wants to get down, gets down to two seconds, so he can call timeout, and kick a field goal. When it's two seconds, people are screaming their head off, call timeout. Like you don't think he has, he knows to throw the ball. You don't think that coach knows to call timeout. I mean, maybe on a when it's almost a delay game, maybe yell something just because. But you know, whatever. So after the first quarter, he he started throwing it around a little bit better maybe waiting still a little too long until they're wide open. Uh, but, you know, I, I said this last week in my own wherever, Twitter or something. He's got to throw the ball and know that his receivers are more athletic than the defense, and they're going to go get the ball. I know he doesn't want to throw a pick, especially in a, a game that, penalty, that uh, turnovers kept Mercer in it. He doesn't want to throw another one or doesn't want to you know, if they were up four touchdowns, he'd probably start slinging a little bit more. He's got to get to that point. He's still basically a freshman in terms of football experience. This is only like his sixth game where he's actually really had some meaningful playing time. But anyway, that that's the fumbles 
and the one interception, which probably still should have been caught by Nate Craig Myers, or at least pulled out of the guy's hand. Um, that's the only reason the game was close. People were still wanting to go, I can tell Gus is calling them plays. A, who cares if he is? I'll still go back to that point. B, no he wasn't. C, fumbles are not play calls. The, Auburn, the, the offense moved the ball. They had 515 yards, 510 at the end of the game because they took two kneels, kneel downs to end the game. 515 yards. Without fumbles, they probably would have had 600. But three fumbles in the red zone, that's moving the ball to the point of where you need to be. And then one play, you should punch it in. One fumble was was uh, Cameron Petway just juking back to the left and his arm hit one of his offensive linemen in, in their back and the ball just fell out. Others were just strip fumbles from the wide receivers just not holding the ball too long or not holding on the ball hard enough, strong enough, whatever. But those five fumbles and you still win a game, you obviously did enough. I know it was Mercer, but you obviously were good enough. You still scored 24 points with five turnovers. So there was no play calling issues. Yes, you can complain, I guess, that Cameron Pepway ran a lot. I don't know if y'all noticed this, but it was a one touchdown game in the fourth quarter. Are we worried about putting in our backups at that point? He obviously was okay with it. He could handle it. After the game, he said he enjoyed it. He wasn't running that much anyway. He wasn't getting tired. Uh, he was running it up the middle for three yards. Offensive line has to block better than that. Um, but a little side note. I feel like when Auburn plays these little teams like this, the teams that run offenses like Auburn, like a team like Mercer is not going to run wishbone, or not wishbone, uh, they're not going to, you know, pound it up the middle. It's not going to be I formation, pro style. They just don't do that because they use the offense to sort of get around their inefficiencies and talent. Spread the spread offense or, you know, just that style of offense. So these small teams come and play Auburn, and Auburn's kind of running the same offense they are, but with better players. But they know how to stop it. They know the intricacies. They practice against it all the time. So I feel like Auburn does usually somewhat struggle offensively when it's a team like that. A smaller team that is pretty much running the same offense. Now, should they struggle running the ball at the middle against Mercer? Probably not. But... Cameron Petway still isn't 100%. You can tell when he's running up the middle, he's not. But when he busted outside, that's when he got his yardage. That's when he scored two touchdowns. One of them he walked in, just busted outside. So, again, play calling had nothing to do with five turnovers that were the 100% full reason why that game was remotely close. Of course, everybody then says, Oh, well, you assume we would have scored a touchdown if we didn't fumble. Well, in this game, we got in the red zone in, in, terms of, in terms of trips to the red zone, we didn't fumble. There were five of them. Three touchdowns, one field goal, and one missed field goal. So, yes, the odds were in Auburn's favor to score a touchdown if they got in the red zone. They scored three out of five that, in, that were not turnover trips. So... I mean, I, I'll even say take away half. Say they fumbled two times. 
Say they fumbled three times. That's still 38 to 10, 42 to 10, 34 to 10. You're fine with all of those. I never looked at the game and went, wow, that's a terrible play call. Actually, I can't say that. When Cameron Petway lined up uh, at Wildcat, I said, I don't know about this. And then he scored a touchdown. So, I mean, people think I just defend Gus, Auburn, whoever, whatever, to no end. And as a fan, you kind of should. But, no, I'm not. I, there was nothing in that game that said we should have called better plays than that or we should have called this instead of this. They fumbled the ball. We moved it. They got it down near the end zone. They fumbled. They fumbled. They fumbled. Fumbled on a punt and then threw a pick in the red zone. So, I'm not worried about that. I saw good things from the passing game. I saw bad things from holding on to the ball. Five fumbles will not, five turnovers will not happen every game. It won't happen half the games. It won't happen three of the games. That is a anomaly and it should not be an issue that hinders Auburn going forward. So this week we've got Missouri. They lost 35 to 3 to Purdue. I don't know how good Purdue is, but Missouri's terrible. They fired their defense quarter after the coordinator after the second game. Um they gave up 42 points, 42 or 3 points to Missouri State, who then Missouri State scored zero points the next week against some terrible team. I can't remember, Kent State or somebody like that. So, if Auburn can just play a little defense and score probably two touchdowns, that might be all it needs. Uh, really, I mean, I'd like them to go out there and just blow them out, but I don't think they're very high on their team right now. The stadium will probably be less than half full. So, Auburn just needs to go up there, not let dumb road things happen. And the, and the way they played at Clemson, they didn't make, like, dumb road-type mistakes. They didn't. I mean, no fumbles, no interceptions. Um, I don't think they had. They might have one false start. So, I mean, Clemson is much tougher place to play, play than Missouri. So, I'm not worried about the normal road woes. That's just because I hate Missouri. I'm out of the SEC, but whatever. All right, well, that's it. It's good to be back. I'll probably do another one of these tomorrow. Lava Spot 204. Done. War Eagle.